Hello and welcome to the MetaPod, a Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta and development of the Pokemon trading card game. Sean, before we get into quite possibly the biggest news that we've ever covered on this channel, I would say channel podcast or whatever Pod you channel want to call this. It's on YouTube, so technically channel. But anyway, Sean, how was your weekend at Gen Con? It was lovely. It was lovely. I didn't end up meeting with anybody because I didn't let anyone know that I was what I was doing at Gen Con. I, I spent the majority of the weekend. I actually played a lot of Commander, some magic stuff. Because oh yeah, that's right. You said the other week that you were playing, and I saw some tweets uh-huh. and stuff that people that were like, "Sean hid what? this from us." I, I mean, I'm not hiding it. I, that was at Gen Con was the first time I'd ever played Commander with all four people. Um, cause it's a four person format, which is interesting. It's four person singleton, uh, but you can use any, almost any card ever printed in magic. So it's really interesting, but yeah, I, that was the first time I ever had a chance to play it. So I focused on that. Did a lot of shopping on the show floor. Jake, I got to show you the, um, Oh my gosh, Sean's going to show off how much money he has. And I'm sitting over here. Like somebody donate me a dollar for manga. Whoa, that is huge. What is that? That is a uh, little case here of the lightning dual mats. From Dragon Shield because they had a they had a booth where they were selling giant cases of things. Oh man, do you want to? Well, he I don't think he can hear me, but for anybody watching on YouTube and stuff, do you want to get me like some sleeves for my new for my desk <laughs> deck of cards? You want to give me some new sleeves for that? <laughs> I mean, I you know I gotta send you the um the official Metapod pin that I got. Oh yeah, so the I pin. Could, I could I could send you a sleeve here. I'll. Uh, I'll also show you for the people listening. You can't see any of this, but I showed Jake some sleeves, the yellow, the lightning dual mats. But then also, this is an official Metapod pin from the Pokemon Center. There's only one, as far as I know, that exists. Like there might be a really and old now one. Now John has two Caterpies and two Butterfreeze <laughs> as well. Right, but I'll just send you this whole pack, Jake. It's fine. There's no you know need what? for me to deal. I'm I'm excited, but I'm excited for a lot of the stuff that we got to cover today. Again, I'm not lying when I said that this is some of the biggest news that we've gotten, and it just came out today on Monday at the time of this recording. So you're getting this uh-huh. hot off the press. It's not this time that the Pokemon Company is releasing it on Wednesday mm-hmm. or Tuesday night after the recording. It's before the recording. So, Sean, they were they were really helping us I, out this week. I, I mean, I, part of me wants to think maybe somebody over there was like, maybe we should release this news on Monday. Why? I don't know. I mean, the Metapod records on like Monday. So it'd be cool if they, I don't know. I don't know, Jake. But guys, you know, just having a lot of fun with all these people. And you know what? We get a lot of great people here and a lot of great supporters. So thank you so much for all the support for everyone listening, especially those that leave the five star review. Sean, 58 ratings now on the channel. That's up next. So up next, up next on the review train is is Lane Train 24. Um, Left us a five star review. Uh, just starts off, thank you. I'm just starting to get into the TCG, and this podcast has been so helpful. It lets me learn all the information I need to get started playing. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you, Lane. Thank you, Lane. And I mean, honestly, for all of our beginner players and our a lot of our newer players, I think today is going to be a big day because you get a lot of news that is dedicated towards the newer players, in my personal opinion, Sean. Mm-hmm. But... There's one thing I want to talk about first. One bit of news that came out last week, a contest that you could join in, Sean. What, what, show, us, show us the contest. Yeah. 
Uh, Pokey Beach, we're looking at Pokey Beach right now for the contest, but uh, I'll pull up the little image that they gave. An illustration contest 2022. Uh, Jake, you know, they, they have done illustration contests in the past, but um, I'll let you read through the details of this one. So this will be the first illustration contest since like 2015, I believe it says in there. Yeah, 2015. It'll be three artists from the U.S. or Japan gets to turn their artwork that they submit to the Pokemon company into promotional cards, which is phenomenal. You know, many, many people collect Pokemon cards for the art specifically. So the opportunity to have such unique arts is just phenomenal and incredible. And artists can submit to the Pokemon company entries being taken from October 12th to the 31st. You draw a Pokemon in its daily life. You can choose from Bulbasaur, Charizard, Pikachu, Arcanine, Galarian, Rapidash, Scizor, Greninja, or Cramorant. I don't, I mean, I'm, I, it doesn't surprise me that Scizor was one of them, but it also surprises me that Scizor is one of them. (laughs) I mean, like it's, it's definitely one of these things is not like the other. Um, because of all of them, right? Like Greninja, I think is a fan fave. I don't really love it, but I know a lot of people do. You know, Bulbasaur, Charizard, Pikachu, all fan faves. Galarian, Rapidash, you know, the new one. Also a favorite. Cramorant, a new Pokemon from the Galar region. Arcanine, you know, just a good doggo. And then Scizor. And then, and then, it's like, it's like somebody was like, hey, we need a metal Pokemon. What should we, yeah, I guess Scizor? It's, like, it's like when they were doing the Bear Walker skateboards and they're like, Pikamuku <laughs> yeah. and Pancham. And everyone's like, what? I mean, we like those Pokemon, <laughs> sure, but like, that's a little bit, you know, out of the water. But anyways, this will be a really, really cool thing in my personal opinion. The three winning artists will be announced in June 2022. So even after you turn in your entry, there will be plenty of time, six months of just analyzing all the different illustrations and seeing what would look best on Pokemon cards. But you know, like I, I just wanted to talk about this because you never know. Some there might be some people here, whether they're collectors or players that are pretty good at art, Sean. Mm-hmm. And uh, how cool would it be if someone that listens to the Metapod being picked as one of the winners? I mean, one person I'm pulling for uh, that I know is is designing right now is Zach Zach Roy. Yeah, uh, Senor Doom on Twitter. He. It's the one that makes your wonderful play mats. Yes, Zach. Zach is the one that designed the Viridian Forest mat here. So uh, I'm pulling for him because, A, he's, he's an awesome human. He's part of uh, Team Rats and Carps. Um, oh, and yeah, that, that, that team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that team. And then he also, yeah, he's just a great designer. And um, wouldn't it be cool, Jake, if we could say we, the Metapod, the, the Metapod has a mat that's designed by a Pokemon TCG illustrator. That. I could get my Metapod mad graded in PSA. That's right. That get it signed. Millions, you know? Yeah. That would, that would be, that would be the dream. I'd be able to never <laughs> have to work a day in my life since I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's working on that on his Twitch right now. So, uh, you know, when he streams from time to time, go, go check out senior doom. There will be a lot of uh, prizes given out. Winning artists again being announced in June 2022. The first grand prize winner is going to get $5,000 cash and the promo card, obviously, of them. And then two first place runner ups, one from Japan, one from the U.S., getting $3,000 each and a TC pr- TCG promo card as well. 
two second place runner ups, one from Japan, one from the US, a thousand dollars each and then 15 judge awards. So way more, Sean, than just three winners, I would mm. say personally. I mean, it says three winners from each country, but in reality, there's 15 other people outside of that that's going to get at least five hundred dollars yeah i guess three people will get a card made that's the difference yeah. like other people will get some cash some of that cash money but um i'll be interested to see i really don't know how they typically distribute these cards um if they come in promo stuff like we remember like in 2020 they did this charizard here that was when we were doing the podcast um there was this really cool charizard illustration that got done but obviously it was a japanese exclusive um and, and then, then I, the fairy Gardevoir was actually for anyone who knows this Gardevoir, just if you don't know what it looks like, maybe you're listening on Spotify or iTunes mm -hmm. or whatever, just type in Gardevoir illustration promo card. This card was actually my computer background for a while. It's gorgeous. It's an app like the color palette is amazing. It um, is absolutely beautiful. And they've done a ton of these in the past. I do see um in 2004 over on Pokey Beach, they had the wb packs <laughs> that is a brand that i have not heard of in a long time sean yeah so like i guess they made specialty packs but outside of that um it seems like typically in the past uh the winner just gets all the copies of the card to give out as they want but who knows? Who knows how they'll do it? My guess is that maybe with the Japanese ones in 2019 and 2020 seeing greater distribution, that um, maybe these will come to the U.S. through some specialty product. I don't know. Maybe it's like a Pokemon Center exclusive, right? Like like the special delivery Charizard and Bidoof. I just wish also that these cards could be, or these artists could also be from like Europe or something or like other countries because it's it's us and japan and i get it that's going to be a ton of entries those are probably your two biggest audiences right there but like there's like a lot of the rest of the world i mean with great I, artists part of me like i know a company like pokemon could manage the um complexities of running a contest but having worked at companies that do contests and having had to deal with the rules um expanding things outside of one country uh, or a region like North America, like U.S. and Canada. Once you get outside of that, there's like all these other legal things. And it's probably, it was honestly probably just more of a headache than Pokemon thought it was worth. It's like, ah, we'll capture 70% of the people with these two countries. And, and then we're good. So. Yeah, but uh, you know what they did capture though, Sean? What was that? They captured... <laughs> The hearts of many Pokemon TCG players this morning, mm -hmm. dropping a trailer out of the blue of Pokemon trading card game live. The first sneak peek that we have gotten into the brand new client. I will say we were theorizing that it was just going to be like a, a reskin or, you know, just a kind of head over heels thing that everybody was way too hyped about but it is it is going to be a real new thing coming on both pc and ios we don't know exactly when the release date is but we have a lot of facts here not only from the pokey beach article on pokeybeach.com but also sean has a nice lovely contact that he was able to ask some more questions I was. I mean, not like a ton of new information, but definitely some interesting clarifications. Um, yeah. Are you Sean, there, Jake? Do you want to get into it? 
Yes, yes, I can get into it a little bit. Um, well, so Jake, you and I speculated a little bit when we heard about the news. Obviously, my tinfoil hat prediction seems to be very wrong. There is no involvement of the real cards. That's why it's tinfoil hat. Um, yes. In fact, I would almost venture to guess this is further from the spirit of the real cards than they've ever gone. So um, that was not true. But I think, you know, the more logical and realistic one, which is like, it's really just a rebrand of Pokemon TCG Online, but it is a new engine, right? It's not purely a rebrand. It's a rebrand and they've brought the client in-house. So it is no longer going to be done by Direwolf Digital, although the Pokemon company did say, well, Direwolf will still handle, you know, the implementation of the codes. There will there will continue to be code cards for this. Um, so that's important to note. But otherwise, the way that the game works, all the mechanics inside of the game is all going to be done in-house now at Pokemon, which I think is a, a pretty big deal. We'll kind of go over a lot of the facts first. We would kind of want to give it to you as it's being shown. And then we'll kind of talk more of like a discussion after presenting those facts of like what we like, what we don't like. Because honestly, knowing me, Sean, especially, I want to give you all the information first, because I know that if I stop talking and I start giving my opinion, we could be here all night. Oh, yeah. We could be here all night, Sean. <laughs> well, Jake, I, I mean... I think the main things to cover, right? Um, There are are, main points to cover that we will do. Yes. I think the main points to cover are that it is going to be on desktop and mobile across systems, right? Android, iOS, PC, Mac, basically any major system. If you're really running Linux, then like, I don't think you're playing this game anyways. But outside of that, you can basically play the game anywhere, which is a big deal because as people who currently play might know, um, the PTCGO, it was available everywhere except iOS. iOS was the one, you know, thing that you couldn't use it on. Um, so you would have to play it on an iPad. There was only an iPad version of the app, which is super annoying if you didn't have an iPod, iPad, right? So now everybody with an iPhone can actually play, you know, in tournaments or whatever, potentially. Um, that's, I think, the the most obvious thing. It's it's very similar to PTCGO in terms of uh, the fact that it's an online client that you have all of the you have you know your cards in, etc. You play, you build decks, etc. Um, some of the differences, though, are that at launch, it will only include they will only be playable, I should say, for Lost Thunder onwards. And then eventually it will be playable from black and white onwards. You will be able to transfer all of your cards um, up to four copies of each card from black and white onwards. So there will be a number of cards that people have that are older, that are not current, that wouldn't be playable on day one. But uh, eventually it will be a black and white on, which makes sense, right? Because that is the expanded format. It would be really weird for the client not to work with an actual format of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I think a key point there is that y- when the transfer does occur, I know a lot of people are like, oh, what happens to PTCGO? What happens to all my cards? You will be able to transfer up to four copies of each of your cards. Um, with Except the ex- for like the A specs, yeah. the Prism Stars, the V Union individual pieces, those will be yeah. one a piece. Yes. And obviously the reason there is because you can't, mechanically play more than that number of any given card in a deck. Um, yes. 
So yeah, just if if you get however many cards you can legally play of a card in a deck, that's how many you'll be allowed to transfer over. So I think a big and thing. I think it said like fifty nine energies. Yeah, I well, think yeah, which is I, another big thing too. Yeah, I guess that's because like if you have a very specific type of energy from black and white onwards that you really like the art of. Yeah, make sure you stock up and get 59 because I guess you could use that specific energy. I I assume that also includes gold energies. Um, so you could I have... I would assume so, yes. So you could have up to 59 of each. Well, I think it's 59 like of an energy. Well, yes, but like if you wanted to bling out your deck forever and have... You, you need to get your 59 gold energies maybe now knowing that yes. that would all transfer. You need to trade for them now. Right. <laughs> Um, Jake, what is, I think there's, I'll let you go through a few more now. Um, there's specifically one big change that a lot of people are talking about. There is one that brings up probably the most controversy and I don't, I don't actually know how Sean feels. And so I'm not going to try to give any notion for me because I don't know if we're going to argue or we're going to agree, but there will be no trading in ptcg live no trade market right you never have to click on a spam trade ever again of one pack 17 energies you know anything like that no trades it's all going to be in the currency systems three currency systems converted to credits coins and i forget what the other one crystals. is called what'd you say uh, crystals crystals so, triple c three different currencies so a lot of people are really debating about that i will say but also for there there's going to be a lot of different cosmetics and stuff that you're going to be able to use and also uh you're going to be able to like buy with these coins uh crystals things like that you're going to be able to buy packs you're going to be able to buy um uh, boxes sleeves avatar items things like that maybe those will be the first time that we actually care about what our avatar looks like sean in ptcg live mm -hmm. yeah and also one big thing to know going on to like the different currencies and stuff there will be the dusting system so if you're familiar if you're familiar with something like hearthstone they have a system to where if you don't want a card you can turn it into a currency you know this rarity of a card i would I'll, let's just say a common and an uncommon it's going to be worth five coins that's not the exact that's just what i'm saying reverse hollow common and uncommon okay 10 coins if you dust that that type of thing so if you have 14 extra locked reverse hollow quick balls like i do and you think it's a super ugly card and you never want to have it in any sort of deck good news you can turn it into dust well actually so Here's actually where it does. We'll, we can maybe get into some details later, but like like they said, you can only transfer when it, when the transfer happens and you log in with the same account. It will only transfer up to four of any given card. So if you have more than four of a card in your PTCGO account, those will be lost forever. Oh yeah, I was so, hypothetically oh, saying. Oh yeah, I'm if sorry. you yeah if you pull more packs exactly, if, if you're you, buying packs at PTCG Live, your your reverse hollow quick ball is going to turn into dust. Yes, exactly. You will not actually have more than four. It's kind of a mix of like Overwatch and Hearthstone, where like if you mm -hmm. pull the extra, it's automatically turned into credits. Um, so in terms of what those different currencies are used for, I'm going to read what Stephen uh, our. Uh, our good friend uh, that works at the Pokemon company sent to me coins can be earned by completing quests, leveling up, increasing your rank more. 
and you exchange those for cosmetic things like apparel, emotes, and deck boxes and card sleeves. That's what coins are used for. So coins are like the low-level grinding type stuff. Probably what you're going to get the most in the game. Yes. Crystals are earned by completing quests and unlocking tiers on the battle pass. Uh, so the battle pass is obviously... I, I think that would be probably similar to... like what, what was it called on PTCGO? Not the... Ladder, it's like but, the electric ladder thing, yeah. the electric lightning bolt ladder thing, except except now there's going to be a premium pass and a premium pass plus to mm -hmm. the battle pass. So we'll we'll find out later what all that means. But it, it sounds like a couple different ladders. Yeah. And, and, you know, those are basically probably like some paid system, um, although I don't know if that will be paid via physical money because what he said here is crystals can also be exchanged for the premium pass increasing the rewards received from battle pass tiers so i'm wondering if the whole premium pass like all the like versions of the battle pass that are fancier are things that you can you will need crystals to upgrade to get to what the meaning like you can't actually pay money in app directly um, and then the last one, credits, that's the thing that we were talking about where um, that's the dust mechanic. Credits are what you ch you exchange, and you can exchange them for, you know, if you have enough of them, any card. So the nice thing is, uh, and what I asked Steven was like, okay, is it a fixed exchange rate? Meaning if you want a common card, it's always this amount. It's always this amount for an uncommon. It's always that amount for a rare, super rare, et cetera. Um, and he did confirm that it is a fixed exchange rate. So, um, you know, we'll get into like our thoughts on it. But I, initially, I think that's on the surface, it seems good because like super popular cards, when it came back to the trading part, those prices could fluctuate and people could, you know, feel like they're getting raked over the coals. Like, I don't want to play Shadow Rider because it cost me 100 packs day one. The exact reason why I haven't played Shadow Rider. Exactly. So, you know, this actually could, you know, potentially be a benefit but that that's another thing that i uh i confirmed was that it is a fixed rate it'll be interesting because we talk about the battle pass and stuff and how crystals can buy the battle pass i believe they said in one of the places somewhere that that pcg live is a free to play game mm -hmm. which pokemon masters for those of you that don't know pokemon's gotcha game is also free to play but with in-app purchases that may speed up the progress. I don't think we know yet if there are or are not going to be in-app purchases as well, unless you answer, well, unless you ask that question. I, um, the answer that I got about in-app purchases um, is not at launch. I don't okay. know if that rules out the future of in-app purchases. Obviously, I don't think Steven wanted to say forever, uh, but... Yes, uh, there there will be no in-app purchases at launch. You know, I may have framed it incorrectly, so don't quote anybody here, but it seems like this is actually free to play and that the things that you pay money for uh, would be packs of Pokemon cards, which give you codes, or just buying codes directly from code vendors. Um, yeah, that I, mean, will be how you spend I mean, the Pokemon trading card game has always had purchases that you can speed up your gameplay. It just, it's, you just have to buy physical stuff in order to do that it's never in the app before prior to ptcg live mm -hmm. so uh outside of that um everything else is pretty standard you get eight free pre-constructed decks to start off 
um, which I think is mostly for the new players who don't have any PTCGO account that's transferring over. Um, makes sense. I think or any can, new player that's yeah. starting their Pokemon trading card game journey because they already have a website up yeah. about it, about PTCG Live, and it's not even out yet. And another thing is, which I think a lot of people are super hyped about, is ranked play. So ranked play is confirmed. There will also be a casual play mode and an AI mode if you want that. Uh, but so there'll be like three three different ways to play. You can play in casual, ranked, or against just an AI. Uh, that is huge news. The idea of an actual ranked ladder um, is something I know a lot of people in the community have have you know been asking for in one form or another for a very long time. Did we get any clarification on the ranked ladder? I don't believe there's any details yet as to the different ranks, um, just that it exists, right? Like, we don't know if it will be, um, like, I think Pokemon Unite, uh, it's obviously one of them is being made in-house and the other one is being made by Tencent, so there'll probably be a lot of differences. But seeing how much they've mirrored Hearthstone a bit in this, it wouldn't surprise me if they use a ranked ladder that is not dissimilar to that. Um, but you know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, there are still lots of questions to be unanswered. Not even a release date we have yet. But also, one thing that I want to mention: players' friends list will not transfer from PTCGO to PTCG Live, and Live will have no in-game chat feature. User-created decks will not transfer to PTCG Live. So write down all your deck lists for standard format. You know, before the transition. So then you can easily <laughs> export them over because you can export your lists and re-import them into PTCG Live. You just have to manually do it. Which, I mean, you know what actually that says to me, which I don't think anybody has asked the question directly, but you think about something like Limitless, right? The whole ability mm -hmm. to import, export deck lists um, back and forth, that seems like that will remain functional. Like that mm -hmm. the, the um, formatting for their deck lists won't change. Which is great, meaning, you know, if, you know, the day PTCG Live goes up, say you are bored, uh, I'm not bored, but a lazy like me and you didn't do anything, you could still go back into Limitless and grab a deck list, import it over and bada bing, bada boom, you should be good to go. Yeah, I mean, I think the most important thing for newer players that want to start getting competitive is net decking, in my mm -hmm. opinion. I think net decking is huge and is very, very good for newer players. Um... We have several screenshots, too, from yes. the Pokemon company about this. And, uh, well, we can't really it would we'd be here a long time and we'd probably be laughing a lot if Sean and I probably tried to describe describe what we're seeing visually <laughs> for all the podcast actually listeners. But another thing that I want to say is that if you look at these screenshots, whether you're on Google search or you're also looking at the Poke Beach website alongside with us. This is also like pre-alpha, just a fair warning. So if you think it looks a little choppy, you think it looks a little weird, especially when they zoom in on a card and it shows the option for Zasha Envy's ability attack and you think it looks a little, <laughs> huh? Just remember that things are subject to change. Things can change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, I will say though, like you wouldn't release a... um a trailer if it wasn't pretty close to being what you want it to be looks yes. wise. And the one thing I'll say immediately, which is 
a little it, it's a little strange to me and i think it's because it's, the whole system seems to be optimized for mobile mm-hmm. um is that like the desktop versions of things the way that they look it there's a ton of white space the cards are very small and there is an emphasis on like really highlighting things like the hp or um abilities and effects and like clicking into them so the 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 sizing and scale of things is it feels at least to me right now a little bit wonky. Um, I would one hundred percent agree with that, Sean. Yeah, it, it, I mean it seems a little wonky, um, and you know I'll be interested to see. Everyone will adjust. It's just different. I think part of it is just hey, it's different. I don't know if I like that. But um, with that being said, I think the fact that it is being optimized for mobile, I wonder how that will affect from a content creator standpoint, um, you know, it's when people watch streams, those are all recorded on desktop. And now the app has been optimized for mobile. If it doesn't look quite as good, if it's not as for a viewer who's watching the tournament to be able to easily see exactly what everything is. Like if you're a new viewer and the, the um, streamer is not clicking into the different abilities, like you can see here in this screenshot, obviously listeners, you won't be able to see, but in some of the screenshots, the benched Pokemon are cropped into essentially squares. And if you want to see the ability, you actually have to click a button that says ability. So it is not possible for you to watch a stream and just be able to read the abilities of Pokemon on the field passively you would need the streamer to actually click into a card to reveal that information to you which i actually think is you know i I, that could be something where it it might backfire a little bit um it makes it less accessible actually to a viewer although that's not the reason pokemon's doing this but still i think you look at it at least from a content creator standpoint is that the people who create content, they're going to stick to whatever they've already been doing. So like their mobile games are huge in terms of content creation, especially on something like Facebook. You know, anybody on Facebook who plays mobile games or creates content on mobile games, they're going to do mobile, obviously. And I think the people that play mobile games as well are used to that sort of interaction to where you have to do like an extra click to view something because your screen is only so big. Right. So I don't think that's necessarily going to be super harmful for someone who's used to looking at it mobile. Now, like Azul or Andrew Mahone or stuff, they're just going to stick to PC because that's their bread and butter. That's what they got set up. That's the easiest way to do that. And so it's it's the same concept there. Yeah. I mean, my main point is like these are the mobile screenshots. One thing me and Jake both noticed is like some things on here are very tiny. Like very tiny i'm like i i I've, maybe i'm just old man but like boy howdy I mean, phones are huge don't get me wrong like phone screens are huge but we're on our computers looking at these screenshots and i still got a squint yeah like i look at this and i'm like i don't even know what intelli on that is to be frank yeah and this would be a gigantic phone in my hand um so it definitely it definitely can be a little bit weird i, I do agree i think that's actually a very good point jake that like People who make content for TikTok, I think that actually this will be an opportunity for PTCG Live to become more popular on TikTok because, um, you know, if you can edit your videos in this format and you just record on your phone, um, it actually, you know, it, it, it makes it very nice to view 
which like now it's just not possible to to edit to crop and edit in this uh verticality yeah it's it's very difficult like a lot of the pokemon trading card game stuff that you see on social media is just like card openings Mm -hmm. you know i don't know very many people that successfully do actual card game stuff yeah yeah i mean so i think that might be one boon uh for this redesign but yeah i think i feel like we've gone over the majority uh a lot of the main points about the client. Yeah. Uh, I think one other thing is if you if you do have a PTCGO account and you have a lot of unopened items, um, either you need to open all of those products now or every unopened product will just automatically be converted into crystals when it gets transferred over to PTCG Live. Um, and there is, on the PokeBeach article, there's sort of a, ra- a conversion rate there for you. So... You know, the more unopened items. And it seems like it caps, though, at 125. So if you have a 1,000 unopened packs, dear God, go open them because that would be a huge waste for you. I think this is actually one of the cooler things because we know that the Battle Pass is purchased by 2,000 crystals, I think was that screenshot. Oh, what's that? Okay. So like 125 unopened packs, boom. That's that's 6,200 crystals right there. That's three seasons, I guess you could say, of the battle pass. Like that's a that's kind of a long time, Mm -hmm. especially if you're like constantly using your tickets, right? You're using your tickets in theme deck, expanded standard tournaments to garner some packs because you get packs from those. If you at least beat the first round, I believe Mm -hmm. in those tournaments and like your coins, you know, you can buy packs as well. And I mean, it's, I think that's pretty solid. We may, this may, Jake, I, I still don't know the conversion rates, but it looks like they have 10 credits in this screenshot. And then there's like a little credit thing hovering over what looks to be, what is that, a clobopus, a common? It's just like a common card. So either you can trade in a common for 10 credits or it costs 10 credits to get so this might be a little more information than they were expecting to give away but it seems to be that a common and 10 credits maybe some breaking news here uh, a common and 10 credits is is interacts in some form maybe they're trading it in for 10 credits which if they go off of the way hearthstone does it it's a four to one ratio so you sell something for a fourth of what you can buy it for in hearthstone um, we don't have anything from the screenshots prices of anything for credit, right? Like confirm, like we have the clopopus there that is mm-hmm. 10, but we don't, I don't think there's anything in here that's like, Hey, you can buy this for 300 credits or something. No, like that. no there. Yeah. We don't, we don't know the exact conversion rate. So like if you wanted a shadow rider V max, we have no idea how many other V maxes you would need to turn in or how many commons or whatever. It may be, you know, hopefully it's not too, uh, egregious <laughs> but i will say though you can still have friends on ptcg live we talked about no in-game chat and your friends list will not convert but there is a screenshot on the mobile version of a friends list and then yep. you can add friends so i don't know i mean here's the biggest thing i guess we can start doing a little bit more discussion i'm both i understand the no trading but I'm also a little bit sad, Sean, about the no trading. And 
I'll get into I'll get into it a little bit before before we start discussing you giving your thoughts. No, so this could be the first I'm discussion. glad that the trading is gone because that trade market on PTCGO is god awful and I hate it. It is awful. It takes forever to load and half of the trades are just like jabate trades almost mm -hmm. where you think you're going to get like x amount of packs but really you're getting one pack and a bunch of commons uncommons things like that um because people want you to click on that and click so fast that you don't even check mm -hmm. things like that and it just clutters the market so so much so i'm glad that that trading is going away in that aspect but another thing is i know so many people through our discord that I have through Sean's discord through all the times that we've streamed the Pokemon trading card game. There's always people, including ourselves sometimes that are looking for cards to play decks. And one of the big things is the friends that you make the community members that are a part of the Pokemon trading card game that help you get those cards. So let's say Sean, that let's hypothetically say that we were brothers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's say that we were brothers and we both have our own separate accounts. I need four, four Dragapult VMAXs. You've got four, four, but I don't have four, four. You could just trade me over four, four, let me borrow them, or I trade you something in equal value in exchange, and then boom, that's like super, super nice. That's super, super awesome. But as of right now, we don't think that you can do something like that anymore. So that's why I want, that's why I'm sad that trading is going away for the actual reason that, that like trading is implemented. Mm -hmm. um, Sean, how do you feel about no trading? Um, I, I, I will be. I think my long-term vision or feeling about it will be determined by how the credit system, how generous or greedy they are with it, um, because it is jank. I agree with you. The actual trading system was super jank, and I like the fact that they are basically saying, "No, no, whenever you want a thing." there will never be a tax on popularity, right? That's the problem mm -hmm. with the current trading system is like, you know, if you have a real desire, like say you you want to play Rayquaza. If Andrew Mahone makes right. a video about Ludicolo Zashian, Ludicolo skyrockets in price yep. hours after that video is released. Yes. That's how the market works right now. Yeah, and like, you know, that's, uh, it's good for people who got Ludicolos early, but bad for people who maybe didn't know or... And it's also, I also think it's bad for people who say you're grinding and trying to get extra packs and whatever, and you're like, I would love to play X deck, whatever the most popular deck is going to be when the new set comes out. But you know you could never afford that in the trade market because it's going to cost you 100 packs to get four, uh, a 4-4 four, four line of whatever. Um, and then can we even talk about on release day? Yeah. Those trade numbers. Like I remember, you know, release day for, I think it was like Rebel Clash. I got a play set of Dedenne's because I had four Rebel Clash packs on like the literal two minutes after Rebel Clash release. And it was the biggest steal of my life because the <laughs> Dene at that time was a staple in every single standard deck. And the prices are just so absurdly high. If you're trying to look for like cards of that new set that come out, don't even bother because you're going to spend an arm and a leg when you can just wait 72 hours and just get it for three-fourths cheaper. So that is one area where I think it's a benefit, right? There is no trade yes. tax. There's no, there's no popularity tax. Everybody yeah. has the exact same number of credits they need to trade in. 
Um, I think the downside to that is, you know, if I wanted to buy into the game, it is probably actually, it, it may be more expensive because, because it's a fixed cost. So like the idea of a budget deck is now no longer, especially on PTCG Live, the budget is based primarily on the number of commons, uncommons, rares. Like, what's your what's your ratio now? Um, mm. And I think that will definitely shift a lot of how budget decks are thought of because, you know, what's a good budget V and V max right now, Jake? Um, toxicity, right? I don't know. Yes. Nobody plays toxicity, but. You, you know, could it's, get it pretty cheap, and you'd probably do, right. I don't know, you probably win some games with Flaffy if you Fine. put Flaffy in that deck. But if you're like, I love Toxtricity, it's a fun deck, I want to play it with Garbodor, whatever. Like, you could probably go build that with packs for anywhere between $10 and $15. Now, because Toxtricity VMAX will be the same price for a credits perspective as Shadow Rider, now all of a sudden the budget decks are, are way more expensive and what I think it could turn into, and this is maybe a problem with Hearthstone Ranked, which nobody is talking about, uh, Hearthstone Ranked turns into, at the higher tiers, the same two decks or three decks because the people who can afford, you know, most people can't afford to have every deck built, right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, you're like, I'm going to invest my credits only in the decks I really want to play, and you want them to be good. So I actually think this could have a it could have the effect of a actually uh, decreased variety of decks played just from the simple fact that like people are going to not want to spend too much money. And so I think that's where like, I don't know how greedy or generous that conversion rate is going to be. Um, and, you know, with, I think Hearthstone is singleton format, right? You only ever, Oh, you no, is it not? Well, I mean, I don't know that answer. The legend, actually, no. The legendaries you can only have one of, and those are the most expensive. But imagine if Hearthstone you could have four legendaries of each type, and you had like twelve legendaries in a deck. All of a sudden, a Hearthstone building a competitive Hearthstone deck would go from three hundred dollars to eight hundred dollars. And I, mm. that is the fear that I have: is like, is Shadow Rider Calyrex going to turn into a four hundred dollar online deck? because of turning things into credits. Like, unless you pull a 4-4 line of Shadow Rider out of packs that you open, you may be up a creek. Um, so I, I did ask Celios, I was like, and this goes into the trading part a bit too. Content creators are another um, group that I don't think Pokemon necessarily uh, is trying to cater to with this redesign, but it is something no. that matters. <laughs> And like content creators like myself, when a new set would come out, I would not get 400 packs to open. I would get between two to 400 packs to trade because I'm like, realistically, there are only 10 V and V max combos plus a few of these other cards that I need. And I can basically build every deck in a format. Um, but now with this new system, it may actually be, it is probably will become much more expensive to be a content creator. And we still don't know if there will be unlocked accounts, right? Like Tablemon, um, I think Tricky Jim, a few other people have uh, old unlocked PTCGO accounts. And unless Pokemon is willing to open the floodgate a little bit for, you know, influencer creator accounts in this app mm -hmm. where they don't spend money, like I don't know how they verify or what the threshold is, but 
that could be a bad thing for a lot of creators. So it'll, I mean, it'll hit uh, a man. It, we, there's just so much that's still unknown mm -hmm. about this. You know, this could go in a lot of different ways. This could go in a ton of different ways. I'm excited that there's something called the battle pass. Mm -hmm. Actually, it brings a little more excitement into playing. It gives me a little bit more reason to play in my honest opinion. And even if we're not going to be able to have hard gold, soul, silver cards anymore, Sean, even though I'm not going to be able to have junk arms anymore, you know, it, I, I'm still just excited that we're getting a brand new client. Keep your expectations low and you will be happy. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. I mean, I, yeah, I'll be, I will be interested to see how much better the battle pass is in terms of, um, it's got to be better than the current ladder grind rewards, right? I like, I want to think of it that it is, but I also don't know. I have a feeling that like the regular battle pass is going to have the packs. Mm -hmm. the, the regular battle pass has the packs. The premium pass puts the Vs on the end. And then the premium pass plus has the full art supporter or gold item card or whatever they want to put at the end. I feel like that's going to be something along those lines. And if you look at something like Unite's Battle Pass, there throughout the way, there are things that can only be unlocked. Like at the beginning, there can only be things that can be picked up if you bought the premium pass or whatever. And even at the end, there are those things as well. So I, I, I feel like it's going to go that way as well, where it's going to be like, if you buy the battle pass, you'll be able to get extra things in the beginning of the the battle pass, the reward tier or whatever, and at the end. Because I don't know any other game that doesn't do that, that has battle pass. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, the one thing I will say, I'm just now realizing this, Jake. Um, they don't, when, they, when the switch over happens, it doesn't specify the kinds of unopened packs that are needed. I think it's any unopened pack goes into the count of 125 plus. Well, so, if you look at the if you look at the ratios that were on Pokey Beach, like it says one to nine unopened packs is 250 crystals. Mm -hmm. Ten to twenty four is five hundred and fifty. So there's like a range, and I think it's gonna depend on like how new the set is, how old the set is. Is it a holiday set? Right, like hidden fates or shining fates. I I actually don't think so. I I think that it's just a start like a tax bracket, right? If you have anywhere between ten to twenty four, you'll get five fifty. If you have okay. anywhere, and the reason I'm I'm saying that is I just think that that's how they're doing it. That's they're, they're having it be thresholds. So what I think is like it says one hundred and twenty five plus is sixty two hundred. I almost think that if you want to guarantee the most crystals at launch. I would recommend everybody to find the cheapest code cards you can, buy 125 of them, and don't open those packs. Yeah, I'm just going to go through my PTCGO and open all the newest ones until I got 125. Yeah, yeah I think that. So that's, that's, that's a recommendation from me. Uh, if you want to maximize things, if you don't have any unopened packs uh, and you're willing to spend, I think some packs out there are like 10 cents a piece. Also, there's the coins as well. Like if you have a ton of coins, you know, whether you're spending all of your tickets in the tournaments, right? Because you do get coins yeah. from those tournaments, how you place. I think any tournament that you enter, you will get coins mm -hmm. out of it, just depending on like how many, you know. So even though I think those packs too yeah. also work. 
Yeah, because it's just unopened. They don't care about locked or unlocked because it won't be traded anymore. Yeah, um, so theoretically, you don't even have to buy codes, probably. Yeah, so recommendation from the Metapod, use all the stuff that you have on PTCGO leading up to the launch of this um, because you can't get it back. And yeah, I, I think allowing, like if people optimize for this and you get 6,200 crystals, let's say, if that is able to give you the top tier battle pass for three months, basically, um, you'll earn enough crystals playing that you'll always be able to have the top tier battle pass after that. Yeah, so. I mean, if you play for like an hour every day, I feel like you'll be pretty good. Um, I will say from my part, if I plan on playing online again, um, I might need to go and stock up on the Vs and Vmaxes that I would want to play because... The Hearthstone credit system, it can be really, really grindy or very, very pay to win. And, um, you know, you'd hate to get in there and be like, oh, I'd really love to try out Rayquaza VMAX. But in order it's to a garbage pile anyway, Sean, you I mean, want it. sure. But you get like or like, you know, Sylveon VMAX, right? Like, really yeah, Sylveon cool. is awesome. Yeah. All the, like some of these cool like evolution VMAXs that might have viability into the future, you know, any cards that you know that you want to be able to play for the next year plus, just get them now while you can on the trade. I know that people are saying that the trade market is collapsing on PTCGO, so take advantage of it. Because I think what people aren't realizing that if you pick up all the cards you want now in sets of just four, but no more, um, that will actually save you a ton of money when this launches. I think also you should wait the closer that we get to PTCG Live. Um, so like if we ever get a release date, because I would imagine as time goes on, the mark those those cards and stuff that market, especially the newer stuff, maybe yeah. not necessarily like your junk arms, like I mentioned, or heart, gold, soul, silver energies, because those aren't transferring apparently over. Sadly, I know those heart, gold, soul, silver energies are so pretty. And I, you know, I just love them so much. But little dark you know, theories all entire those, little- like all those V's and stuff that you were talking about, like wait until more the. Uh, the release date of PTCG live before the transfer happens to do that. Cause I think that'll be its lowest point. If I had to take a guess, Jake, uh, are there any other aspects of what we've heard about this or fears that you have or hopes, um, that you wanted to cover? I have one thing, but I wanted to ask what you, what's in the back of your mind when you heard this news. I'm excited that this is going to be on mobile because the mobile the mobile players, the mobile game base of players is ginormous. And so it's going to get a lot more casual people in. It'll start getting people into the system of maybe like buying cards physically as well. And so that'll bring more players if they're buying cards physically into the game in terms of like once physical play comes around. I'm very excited about that. I think that's what PTCGO has really needed. And I think this is a direction even though there are some things that i like that i dislike you know that are coming in right now i think overall this is very healthy for the game and very healthy moving forward into the future looking at this long term but sean what do you what's the point i mean i mean my my last thought was about um the online tournament scene and um how this will affect it negatively or positively because the introduce of a uh, introduction of a ranked ladder Something a lot of people have been asking for, right? But you can never, like, there's no such thing as somebody who wins the ranked ladders. No, there's no first place, right? 
Um, I mean, they technically like in PTCGO now they have like that leaderboard online that you can check that it's a bunch of bots usually, but, but like, yeah, there's no like, Hey, you won first place. Congrats. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, I will be interested to see somebody mentioned somewhere, although I haven't seen this anywhere on these screenshots yet. Um, events. Now, ostensibly there will be a way to, you know, I would assume run some sort of event, but maybe the ranked ladder just replaces those little tournaments we have all together. But um, because there's no trading, there will no longer be the option for people to do pack entry. You can't, you can't trade packs to the organizer. You'll have to like probably either send them codes directly, like two codes, or you'll have to um, pay like cash tournaments, right? And like, how do you award cash tournaments? I think cash tournaments are probably the thing that's going to appear more of rather Mm -hmm. than just trading codes, because maybe not a lot of people have like physical codes. And if you're going to have to buy codes from like Potown store or something like that, you might as well just kick out that extra step and just play play pay like an entry fee. Because even if you're paying codes, like what is the organizer going to do with those codes? Like type them all out and send them to someone or like that's yeah. just that i don't know i feel like it's just easier to do cash prizing and there's not going to be as many tournaments yeah for sure sean because you know especially with cash we've talked about some of these scummy people running these tournaments before you know there are way less people that i trust <laughs> with my five dollar entry than i do my two uh the packs chilling rain evolving skies random. packs yes yeah yeah i think that that'll be a big i don't know you know i just don't it's a weird, it's a weird change. And we also, the one thing we don't know is like, yes, you can have friends, but like, will there be, what's the limit on the number of friends you can have? Like right now, mm-hmm. PTCGO has a limit. I think it's like 500 or something like that. Um, but like, if you wanted to play against your specific friend, is it the same method? Is it, is there a cap on how many new people you can add as friends a day? I, all unknown, but you know, this would this may very well upend the tournament scene, at least at launch, um, a bit. And so, um, which I, I think mean, would I think be naturally sad. it will because we're gonna have to get used to the client, right? We're gonna have to figure out what's the best method to be able to run a tournament on it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think for the la- the last thing was like I don't know how the code market, the code card market, will be affected by this because oh, the code card market is gonna. It's it's going to be I don't know. that's the thing. It's going to take a hit obviously because people aren't going to buy codes to trade packs mm-hmm. per se, but I still think that there are probably plenty of people that buy codes from the specific stores to open at least. Yeah. Cuz yeah. if you think about it like the in terms of the people that play PTCGO, the casual player slash collector is a way bigger number than our small player base. Mm-hmm. So I think the trading people, it's that same concept. Like the people that buy codes, I would assume, I don't know, I don't have any numbers about it, but I would assume it's the same concept to where the people that buy codes, most of them do it to open cards. And then there's a small pool of those people that buy codes that trade those codes. That only buy to trade for whatever they need. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, yeah, it'll be, I'll be interested to see. Um, it could honestly go either way. It all just, I think comes back to how generous the battle pass 
and how many credits you need to redeem things. Because if the battle pass is what we, if we, if it turns out to be not very generous and then the credits are very high, I could actually see code cards going up in price because that's the only way you can get packs then outside of, you know, the system. So it'll be interesting. Again, this is all real mm -hmm. new information. There's a lot of stuff left to be determined. There's a lot of stuff that like, there's not even a beta out right now. So there's a lot of unknowns, but you know what? We'll cover them as soon as they come out here on the meta podcast, where you can get all your Pokemon TCG news. Yes, indeed. <laughs> is, are we, is that, is that it? Is that the I think pod? that's it. I think that's the pod, Jake. That's the pod. This is the final episode. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We'll see y'all next week when they probably get back. Pokemon gets back to their schedule of releasing news the day after we upload. Goodbye, all.